Blog Talk Radio. Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day walk on water? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come to make you new? This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy will one day rule the nation? Did you know that your baby boy is heaven perfect? The sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry here on Block Talk Radio. We are here every Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, hit them up on Facebook, and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome all listen to the service today, whether by well or by phone. We are so glad that you are here with us today. And we don't take it lightly that you took time out of your day to be with us, and we want to encourage you to follow Voice of Truth here on Block Talk Radio. All you have to do is just click the follow button. Amen. To God be the glory. That way you can get the message every time the service is on. The air live. Amen. We want to open up the prayer line at this time. If you need prayer, you can press the one and I will bring you in for prayer at this time. Here at Voice of Truth, we will read the word of God to you. We will bring forth the message of God. Amen. We will do a general prayer, and we also open up the line. But this time, if you need prayer, you can press the one, and I will bring you in for prayer at this time. Amen. To God be all of the glory. We just give God praise and honor, and we thank you, Lord, for your word that is coming forth today with great power and authority that thy name shall be glorified. You can press the one at this time, and I will bring you in for prayer. Don't say your name. We just ask the location where you're calling from because we'd like to know what part of the world that we are actually touching with the gospel. Amen. We just thank God for this day. For this day is a day that the Lord has made. And we ought to rejoice. And, you know, we got a, a God that is able to, to do a sealing and bundling and all that we could ever ask or think. Amen. To God be the glory at this time when we're waiting for somebody to press the one. Amen. I want to give a testimony. Today I was out and about. Amen. <laughs> I was out and about. You know, I walked by faith. <laughs> I was out and about, and I went to the store, and 
and the cashier said, and this and this this is a big chain and uh, a store, and she said, well, the card readers are not working, and she said we're going to have to make all of the register cash only. So I'm just coming up the line. Of course, I, I don't carry cash. I always I'm a card person. I, I love a debit card. And so I get up to the thing, and I put my card in there, right? And um, and it said car error. It said car. I said that devil is a lie. <laughs> I said that devil is a lie. <laughs> I said that devil is a lie. This car is gonna. If this card is gonna read, because otherwise, if you didn't have cash, or if you didn't, if you had anything, if you had a food stamp card, if you had a Visa card, if you had a debit card, it wasn't gonna work because they were making every register in this particular department, uh, grocery store area. They were, all the registers were going to be cash only. So, you know, that's going to mess a lot of people because a lot of people use cars. People that got food stamps wouldn't even be able to get food because it wasn't taking any cars. So I go up to the to the register. <laughs> so, of course, I say to myself, I said, the devil is a lie. <laughs> you know how the scripture says that, the, um, that God is truth and let every man be a lie? Be a, a lie. I said, that devil is a lie. This car going to work because I'm not going to run to no bank. It's going to get no cash. And I'm going to get what I need. I came here to get what I need, and I'm going to get it. And I'm not going to run all over the world trying to get no money. So uh, what I, uh, let me go back to myself. Put the card, put the card in there, y'all. <laughs> it's a car error. Mm. I, I talked to the Holy Spirit right quick. Talked to the Holy Spirit. I said, uh-uh-uh. That was a lie. I prayed. I prayed in the Spirit. <laughs> y'all. I pray the spirit. When I did that, I want you to know. See, that's why you got to have faith. You got to walk by faith. Yeah, don't let the world give you fear, and don't let it make you make decisions by. Because I could have said, "Oh no, they finna change already. I got to run to the store. I got to go get. I got to run to the bank. I got to go run and get some money out the bank and come back and tell you something." Oh no, mm -mm. I'm walking by faith. And I'm going to believe God. And I'm going to pray. And I'm going to talk to the Holy Spirit. I want you to know everybody else won't work it. But I bet your mind won't work it. And it was so funny the way the Holy Spirit worked. <laughs> I, put, I put that card back in there. And then they said, you want cash back? I said, no. It said, you put me in there. Put me in there. Now. <laughs> then it just shot out my receipt just real quick. And I said, thank you, God. I said, praise God. Everybody looked at me crazy. I want to know I want that as so, so that's for you to know that you've got to have faith in this world. And we are living in the last and evil days, and you've got to have faith. you got to tell that devil, you're not, you ain't going to cast no fear on me. So I tell you, I tell you, I just thank God for that. I just thought that was kind of cute. It was so funny that when I got to my car, I was just laughing. I was just laughing because I prayed over that, that little stuff. <laughs> I prayed over this spirit, and the spirit moved too. Glory be to God. What an awesome God that we serve. I'm just so tickled. I'm so tickled. That lady, that cashier looked at me real crazy. You look real crazy, but I know a man ain't evil. <laughs> to God be the glory. I don't see anybody with their hand raised. I'm going to go ahead and open this up in general prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise. We give you all of the glory. We give you all of the honor. We thank you for this day, Lord. I thank you for making my call work in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. You're a good God. I love you, Lord. Oh, God, with all my heart. I just thank you, Lord. We pray right now, God, that you will meet the needs of every person 
under the sound of my voice. Even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, don't let us walk in fear, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, let us guard our hearts even now from this fear that's been cast all over this nation. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God will take care of his children. God, we thank you that you're God that able to take care of us in the name of Jesus. Yes, we have to abide by the law of the land, but we don't have to walk in fear. Oh, God, we just cast that spirit of fear back to the pit of hell where it came from. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will not hover over the people of God anymore. In the name of Jesus, I send it back where it came from. In the mighty name of Jesus, I come against it by the blood. In the name of Jesus, we will not walk in fear, but we're going to walk in faith, believing our God. God will take us, take care of us in this last and these evil days. Let not your heart be troubled. That those that believe in Jesus, don't let your heart be troubled. Believe in him. Trust in him and all things will work together for you. We got to keep the faith. We got to stand in faith. Lord, help us to stand in faith, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you for it right now, God. We just cover your people under the blood of Jesus right now, God, all over the nation, oh God. We ask you to cover their, your houses, oh God, just like you did in the day of Moses, in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask you to cover every door right now. We ask you to cover the mantles right now. We ask you to cover the windows right now, even now, God. Cover them when they go in and out. Cover their children when they go in and out. Cover their ministries right now. Cover their marriages right now. Cover them under the blood. Cover their physical body right now under the blood of Jesus right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you all the praise. We thank you, God, that you are our deliverer, God. We thank you, God, that you are our sustainer, God. We thank you, God, that you are our preserver, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we declare your word. No weapon formed against the children of God, against your word. It shall not prosper in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, we bind every lying tongue right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We send this fear back where it came from in the mighty name of Jesus. I cast it in the sea to be no more in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, I ask you to strengthen your people where they are weak even now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let that spirit of fear lift up off them right now in the name of Jesus because your word declares you didn't give us a spirit of fear but a power and love of a sound mind. In it back in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we pray right now that you will save souls all over the nation for your glory, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God. We thank you right now that every need of every person under the sound of my voice is met in the mighty name of Jesus, for you are Jehovah Jireh, and we come to you, God, for all of our needs in the mighty name of Jesus. You promise in the word, God, in the name of Jesus, that every one of our needs shall be met, oh God, if we're obedient and living right. Before you, God, we pay in our tithes and our offerings as we should. All our needs shall be met in the mighty name of Jesus. I call those things that be not as though they were in the mighty name of Jesus, and it shall come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. Not one person under the sound of my voice or in the person that come in the archive. You shall not be without what you need. You shall not lack. You shall have lack. 
but you should have more than enough in the mighty name of Jesus. We don't serve a God of lack. We serve a God of more than enough in the mighty name of Jesus. We just got to believe. We got to keep the faith and believe in what God has promised us in the word. We got to believe his report and not the report of this world. Let us walk by faith. Let us live by faith. Practice what we preach. Let's preach the truth of God's word in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's believe what we preach. We're going to walk. We've got to walk by faith in the last and evil days. God is with us. Jehovah is there. He is with us. we got to call on the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you that every need is met. Whether it be spiritually, physically, or mentally, Lord, we give you all the praise. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for his broken body. We thank you for the blood that he shed for each and every one of us that we all might live and have eternal life in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that it's already done. I call those things that be not as though they were in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so, and it is done in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I thank God for his word. Amen. He's not a God that he can lie. Amen. To God be the glory. The message today will come from Luke, the gospel according to Luke. And I'm going to start reading at verse number 26. And the word of God reads, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin that found to be to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And he shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Amen to God. Be the glory. I'm going to stop reading right there. Amen. But I do want to encourage you in your own devotional time to go back. And read the entirety of the chapter. Amen. To God be the glory. We're going to talk about today the title of our message, Before the Birth. The title is Before the Birth. Here the uh, angel made an announcement before Christ's birth. He made an announcement unto Mary, who would be the carrier of the seed of the Son of God. 
the word of God is a powerful word of God, and it's for the church today, it's for people today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Mary before the birth. Mary was chosen by God. It was her purpose, uh, his plan, his will that she would be one that would carry the Son of God. Uh, the the Bible said that when the angel came and made the announcement, Gabriel came, he was sent from God to Mary. And Mary was a, a virgin, and uh, she was getting ready to uh, get married to Joseph, uh, her spouse. She was engaged to Joseph, amen. And the angel came unto her and said unto her, Hell, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And and he says in verse 30 to her, the angel Gabriel said, and thou hast found favor with God. When we look at Mary and we're looking at her before the birth of Christ, as some would say, she was just Mary. She may have been the least among them. She was just about a peasant girl. She was not as they say a day a, today a diva, she may not have been one of those uh round the world chicks. She may have she was not um a queen Mary. She was not a princess Mary, but she was just Mary. Mary in the in the in the word of God, she was chosen by God. And the angel Mary the angel said unto Mary, Thou art highly favor of God. God is with you. You have found favor with God. She was chosen. I don't know if um, anybody would have chosen Mary to be uh, the the mother uh, or the uh, mother of Jesus, the one that would deliver him, the one that would bring him into this world through birth. But before the birth, she was just Mary. She was she was just just an ordinary girl. It was nothing great about Mary's name. Mary didn't stay in the finest houses or finest. Maybe had the finest at that time camels and uh, donkeys or whatever they rode on like we have today. But she she she, she didn't have the mansion. I don't I don't believe she had a a mansion and the finest of all things. She was just Mary. But the angel said unto Mary before the birth that she was favored of God. Now, Mary, as we know today, has been talked about all over the world when it comes to Christ, our Savior, Jesus, the Son of God. When when we talk about Mary and we look at Mary, we can't we have to look at the fact that God had chose Mary. Mary was a Virtuous woman of God, Mary, I believe, lived a holy and a righteous life before God. 
her hands and her heart was clean before God. I believe that she was an humble woman before God. I don't believe she had much. As I said, and I believe she was just a little peasant girl, a little common girl. Probably didn't mean much to anybody in that day and time because she maybe, you know, as we look at it today, you might she might not have came from the right side of town or maybe she didn't uh, have the money and the prestige. But for, to God, she was the woman of his choice. And he had a plan for Mary's life. And today we talk about Mary. If we look at Mary, we can say that God favored Mary. If it had been man, if it had been the religious leaders, they would not have chosen Mary. Amen. They wouldn't have chosen Mary but to be the carrier of the Son of God. You know, God, as I said earlier, God would take the least of them and make them great. That's why the Bible says the, the, the last shall be first and the first shall be last because God never chooses the ones that we choose to do a great work. A great work. God was about to do a miracle through Mary by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Word of God tells us that Mary was a virgin. Mary knew not of a man. In other words, she hadn't laid with a man. She hadn't slept with a man. She hadn't did anything. She didn't know none of it. She was a virgin. And that's why Mary said, how could this be? You mean, how can this be? This is before the birth. And the, and, and the angel said that the Holy Ghost shall come upon you. So this was the power of the Spirit of God. It was the move of God that was about to happen in Mary's life. Because when the move of God comes, as we talked about last week, when the move of God comes in your life and you're in that right place with God, when the move of God comes, you may not be great in the land, but God would take the least among them and make them great in the land just as he did by for Mary. Because the, the, the angel said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee, and that she will give birth to the Son of God. That was a move of God in Mary's life. That move, that's why we're talking about Mary today all over the world, because of the work that God did through Mary before the birth. That's just like somebody come to you and they say, well, you ain't going to never have nothing. You ain't going to never be nothing. God didn't call you. He didn't call you to preach. You mean to tell me God called you to preach? Well, just as God called Mary, God always chose those that nobody believed that God would ever use. And he used them mildly, and he made their name great. And a matter of fact, he'll make their name a household name. Oh, my Lord. God, I thank you for your word. When we just look at how God worked, you know, here was Mary. And the angel said, well, you're going to have a child. And it's going to be in Genesis verse 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall be great. But at the same time, he took this little peasant girl and made her great. See, we think certain people in the world are great today uh, because of maybe their gift or their talent that they have. Maybe they have the world's biggest ministry. But God can take the least of them and make them great. But 
saying is that when we look, if we look at the birthing process, uh, and if we're going to look at it in the natural sense in the, in, and in the spirit, so there is a, a natural birth, like when our mother and our father get together, that would be a, a birth of the flesh. But the the birth of Jesus is a spiritual birth. Mary had nothing to do with it. No other man had anything to do with it. No, Joseph didn't have nothing to do with it because we know in the word of God, if we go back and you would listen, read it in Matthew, he wanted to put her away privately. He didn't want to bring shame upon her. He didn't want to disrespect her in any way. You know, as a woman of God, he didn't want to disrespect her. So he was going to kind of do it a little privately and, you know, it kind of move on. I, I guess Joseph really didn't believe that, hey, could she she can't be pregnant uh, without a man. But she was telling the truth. But when we look at the uh, birth process, the time and period for the start of production and uh, the conception to birth. And so the birthing process will bring forth a new life, a marriage uh, was bringing forth a new life, the Son of God, that would bring life into the whole world. When we look at the the birth and the birthing thing, when God gets ready to do something newer in our life, when God gets ready to do a move of God in our life, there's a birthing process that we have to go through. And that birthing process, just like a woman, you know, just like when your wife or uh, your wife has your child or when a birth takes place, the woman first, you know, the, 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 they get together. Then you have the, the nine months of pregnancy. You have the announcement when the doctor says, hey, you're pregnant. You know, most of the time people make an announcement, hey, we're pregnant. You know, we're going to have our first child or we're going to have our second child. But it's a birthing process that has to take place. And just like Mary, if we're going to look at, let's look at the angel, Gabriel brought the message before the birth, there will be always be an announcement. There will always be a visitation. Here, Mary had a visitation from the angel of God. This angel was sent by God to allow her to know what God was about to do, of what the move of God was in her life. So the invitation, the invitation will come, and God will. Speak to you when your invitation comes, right before the birthing. If he's getting ready to birth a ministry in you, if he's going to put you in a new level of ministry, if he's going to bring forth marriages, if if you're going to have a child, an angel will always, you will always have that kind of visitation. So God is getting you ready and prepared for what he's going to do for the move of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. You will have a visitation. God is going to visit his people. I believe it down in the sanctified So I believe that God is going to do visitation to his people to let you know where you are before he births this thing in you. You know, um, when a woman is pregnant and she gets so many months pregnant, you can feel the movement of a child within the womb of the woman. You can feel the kick of the baby. You can feel the flutter of the baby. You know, sometimes they'll take the little thing the doctor has and put on the stomach and you can even hear the heartbeat. Well, it's the same thing with a spiritual thing. You know, you can have a spiritual kick. And you need to ask God, what is he trying to birth? Because there is a birthing process that God is doing. It's not of the flesh. 
but it's of the spirit. And he, he's bringing forth whatever he's trying to do in your life, but you got to, you got to be in that place. You know, uh, we, we got to be in that place uh, with God because we don't want to be out of place because if we be out of the out of place, then we may do something before time prematurely. We may even avoid our mission, our purpose, and God's plan. Um, you know, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy whatever God is trying to do. Whatever God is trying to birth in our life, the enemy comes to abort it. The enemy comes to stop it. The enemy comes to confusion. The enemy comes to stop the the birth of the thing before the birth take place in the spirit. Glory to God. Because he knows what God is trying to do in your life. And sometimes, you know, sometimes women go through what they call travail, go through a very painful time, you know, right before the baby is born, right before the birth, the woman goes through pain. She may be in uh, labor for 14 hours, 20 hours. She may be in labor before that baby is born. And even when she's in that pain, that pain will not stop until the baby is actually delivered. And then once the pain, once the baby is delivered, the, the woman don't even remember the pain anymore because of the new life and the bundle of joy that she has, that God has given unto her. So before the birth, before God began to birth out whatever was in you, and like I said earlier, I didn't understand it, you know, and the Holy Spirit is my teacher. He's one of the greatest teachers. And I used to have that. I, I, don't, I know I, I ain't a baby here, ain't a baby there. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it's a spiritual key. God is trying to do something. So we have to ask him what he's trying to do. We got to be in that place of God so we can hear God and understand God and know what God is saying. We got to get some knowledge. We got to get some understanding so that we can have uh, wisdom in the things of God, because the things that God wants to burst through us, we got to be ready. You know, when the woman gets pregnant, she got to go through the nine months for the, the baby to be fully developed. What God is trying to do for you, you may be in the wilderness, but he's trying to get you ready because he's trying to burst something in you, and you got to be ready for it. You have to go through the wilderness to get the anointing. See, the anointing going to cost you something. So you got to go through the wilderness before God even birthed the thing in you. Before he birthed it out in you, out of you. It's got to, you got to be in that place and know what God is trying to do in your life. You got to be able to hear. You got to be able to him. You, you got to be able to him, hear him. Jesus was born of the spirit, not of the flesh. I was in uh, uh, at a service one time, and somebody was preaching, and they said Jesus was born of the flesh, and through the his the mother of mother of Mary and Joseph. I'm like that is not the truth. He came in the flesh. The word became flesh and dwelled among us, but the birth of Jesus was spiritual. It had nothing to do with Mary and Joseph. They didn't have no part in that. They didn't get together like our mom and dad get together, like we get together, a man and a woman get together, because that's the only way that you could bring forth a birth if it's a man and a woman. A man, a man and a man cannot bring forth a birth. A woman and a woman cannot bring forth a birth. There must be a man and a female in order to multiply to bring forth life. Well, 
The Bible tells us also um, that in, in the other uh, scripture, if you go back in Matthew, it talks about how that the angel also visited Joseph because Joseph wanted to put her away privileged So he had a visitation too because God had to get him ready before the birth so that he, whatever his role was for Mary, he needed to be there for Mary. Mary was about to do a great work for God uh, by being the mother and the carrier of um, of Jesus, the son of God. She carried the seed, uh, the Holy Spirit. Amen. To God be all of the glory. But the 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 angel visit Joseph because Joseph was not going to marry Mary, but he also did not dis- want to disrespect the woman of God. And so when the angel come came to him and told him, Joseph, take thou Mary to be thy wife, and he took Mary to be his wife because he had a role in that, even though he was not uh, the one. Uh, or his seed was not the one that, that produced the, Jesus, the Son of God, because it was all spiritual. He was the person that God had ordained, if I could say it that way, to marry Mary and be beside Mary to be that father figure or be there uh, to help Mary along the way, amen, for whatever his purpose was in the word of God. But we have to remember that before the birth, before God birthed anything without, when anything he get ready to birth something, it's always going to be a, a visitation. You're going to have to go through some pain, as they call them, birth pains. You're going to have to go through some pain. You're going to have to go through some travail. You're going to have to go through some stuff before that birth can take place. And every natural birth uh, of a woman, there's always pain. Sometimes pain comes early. Sometimes the pain will come in different areas, in the, the, the back of the woman. But the woman has this pain as long as she's carrying this child. So when you're in that place and you're going through some stuff, and you might be going through persecution. You may be going through affliction. You may be going through something on your job. You may be going through something in your marriage. You may be going through something in your ministry. God is trying to be new in your life. You know, it's just like the the, the birth of a child. That's, that's a new life. And everything, uh, once that child comes out of the womb, and everything that was in the womb, it comes after that. Amen. I pray to God that you get that. But preparing for birth. So we got to be prepared for the things that God is getting ready to do for the church of God even today. We got to get ready for God is, is God is doing some new things. He's, he's not doing old things. He's a, a God of new things. And he's getting ready to, to, to do some new things, you know. Uh, and we have to believe God. We have to continue to believe him no matter what, you know, because when God gets ready to birth the thing, we don't have to go make our name great. He will make our name great. That's why he says in the word of God, he says, um, I'm going to paraphrase it. He says, uh, your gift that he has given you will make room for you and put you before great great men. Before they even know you, you may not have a ministry where nobody know your name. Didn't nobody know Mary. Nobody knew Joseph. 
Nobody knew Jesus. But the birth, before the birth, then after the birth, everybody knew Mary. We know Mary today because God made her name great. She didn't make her own self great. But before the birth, nobody knew who Mary was. Who was Mary? I bet you you Mary went through some stuff. Can you imagine what Mary had to go through before the birth of Christ? I can imagine that the street committee had a field day. I bet you they were saying something like, she talking about she pregnant by the Holy Spirit. She ain't had no man. You know how people do. And I bet you they mocked her. I bet you they talked about her. I bet you they disrespected her in every way because they didn't understand the things of God. But, you know, Mary said, told the angel, let it be done unto me. In other words, she said, let your will be done. Nevertheless, let your will be done in my life. That was before the birth. And I don't think Mary probably really knew what she was going to have to go through before the birth. You know, sometimes when we come to God and, and you know, oh, God, I'm going to do what you call me to do. I'm going to go where you want me to go. But we don't know before God really birthed forth that ministry of what we got to go through because that anointing is going to cost you something. Mary had to go through something to have the Son of God, to be the mother. And I, I imagine what they could have said to, to, to the woman of God. And I can tell you that it's the truth. Cause my testimony, when God called me into ministry, he called me in the latter part of my life. And so when I went forth, the first thing they said, why, what you been running for? Cut look, like I told y'all earlier. I didn't know nothing about ministry. I knew no spiritual thing. So when, when this particular uh, religious leader said, uh, what you been running for? I'm like, I'm, I'm starting to go. I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what he's talking about. I said, I ain't been running for nothing. He just called me when I got older in life. But I see why not. I got a testimony. <laughs> Glory to God. And so to continue the testimony anyway, so they said, well, you know, you're almost uh, 50, so you can't have no church because you're 50. Well, in this organization, you can't be called this. You can't be called that. And so I said, Okay. Okay, so I couldn't have a church because I was too old for ministry. That's not the truth. That was before the birth. Before the birth, people said a whole lot of things. But I had to keep on believing because I know God had called me. (laughs) I know God had chosen me just like he told Mary. So I tell you, I was sitting down, and I was reading the word of God, and the word that came up off the page. I was in Ezekiel in the second chapter where God commissioned me. I said, I read. I said, oh, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. That was before the birth. I said, oh, Lord, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't be a responsible for the soul. So the Spirit of the Lord said to me, sit down and read it again. I said, Lord, I thought I'd not read it again. He told me this be the ghost. I said, well, Lord, ain't nobody going to believe this. <laughs> and so, no, they didn't believe me. I, I, I tell you, even to this day. But I had to go forth. And since I've been on the uh, Without Walls Worldwide Ministry and on an apostle, um, Yvonne Rye Prophet, and on the pastor, Joseph Rye, God has burst forth this ministry 
voice of truth. Um, it would not have been this ministry if I had a say of one of the religious leaders and the religious organization that I was under that would have not been a birth of this ministry. My ministry would have dried up. My my ministry would have been aborted. It would have been killed. It would have been destroyed and it would have dried up within me because nobody believed that God had called me to or chose me to do the work. God don't choose who we think that he should choose. And, you know, before the birth, you're going to go through some stuff because people are going to come. They're going to come from the north. They're going to come from the south to tell you that God ain't called you to be no prophet. God ain't called you to be no prophetess. God ain't called you to do no ministry. He ain't called you to do any of the things that God has called you to do. And that's before the birth because they want to do it before the birth because they want to stop it. The enemy comes to stop it. He comes to kill it. He comes to steal it. He comes to destroy it. And it all happens before the birth. So you're going to go through something. It's, 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 it's not easy when you're walking with God. When you're truly walking with God, you're going to have to go through some things before the birthing of the thing that whatever God is trying to do, like they, the angel said unto Mary, the, the, thing, the thing, the holy thing that you're going to, 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 to bear or to bring into this world through birth shall be called the Son of God. So we're going to go through some stuff in that birthing time uh, that, that thing that God is trying to birth through us, whether it's a ministry, whether whatever it is, is he is he breaking forth and God's gonna break forth break forth some new ministry. He's gonna bring forth, he's gonna break forth some prophets and evangelists and preachers and pastors and teachers that he has ordained, that he has chosen, that he has called before the foundation of the world. We got that remnant. <laughs> Glory be to God. A new birth. It's about to take place. I believe it. A new birth brings forth new life. It brings forth new hope and dreams after the birth has taken place. But before the birth, you can get ready for it. Just like a woman has painful a contraction that comes, and it comes stronger, closer to the baby, some the pain hit harder. They become regular. Those are the birth pains. So when you're doing the work of God and with the four God birth a new thing, a new life, a new whatever he's doing with in you and for you, for his purpose and his will, you're going to have some pain. You're going to go through some stuff. You're going to have some birthing pain. You're going to go, in other words, you're going to go through something. You know, I was saying earlier, because it says in John 16 and 21, a woman, when she is in prevail, has sorrow because her hour is come. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembers no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. You know, Jesus was born in the world. That's why the Bible said God so loved the world that he sent his son. He was born in the world that we could have a new life. We must be born again. We must be born of the spirit. Yes, we are born of the flesh because of our parents. But when it comes to Christ and God, we must be born of our, born, have a new spirit, a spirit of Christ. 
the Holy Spirit. We have to have a, that's why Jesus said unto Nicodemus, you must be born again. Born of what? Born of the Spirit. You've got to be born of the Spirit, and that Spirit must be the Spirit of living God. So we we have to know that God is able to keep us. God is able to deliver us. God is able to to keep us because before the birthing take place in our in our lives, it's gonna be some stuff that's gonna go down. It's some stuff that's going to happen, and we got to be ready for that. We got to be ready to know when God is making that move in our lives that. He's doing a new thing. He's bringing forth something new that the world has never seen. Nobody had never before heard of a woman giving birth to a child without coming together with a man. But Mary had the Son of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. Nobody had never heard of that. Nobody had not, that was before the birth. Nobody heard of that. And God is going to do, I believe it, I believe it. I believe that God is going to do some new things and bring forth some stuff in the world that the world has never seen before, just like he did with Mary. It's going to be some great and mighty things that the world has never seen. That's why Jesus said, we'll do greater work. We'll do greater things. He's trying to, he's trying to birth some greater works and greater things in us. That people will know that God is real, that God is God, and there's no other God like him before the birth. So, you know, before the birth, Mary was just Mary. Before the birth, Elaine was just Elaine. Elaine was in the world. Elaine didn't know Jesus. Elaine didn't know nothing of the spirit. Elaine didn't have a minister. Elaine wasn't a minister. Elaine did not know nothing of the spirit. Nothing. So God birthed the ministry through this powerful woman of God, a prophet, a prophet of around, launched out this ministry for God's glory. The birth had took place. No, I I didn't realize all the stuff that I went through before the birth. If I told you all the stuff that I went through before this ministry was even birthed, and how many turned away, and how many people said, you know, uh, God hadn't called me, and all kind of foolishness. It wouldn't have been a ministry today, but God was trying to birth that ministry through me. And so, you know, I had to ask God, I want to give this testimony. I had to ask God and because I was going through so much in this um, religious organization, and they had already pretty much had kicked me to the curb because they looked at me as the least of them. And I asked God, I said, God, who is going to help me do what you called me to do? What you chosen me to do? Well, and I really didn't know what what ministry was. I, I didn't know anything of the spirit. I tell you the truth. I didn't even know. They didn't even license me. As I did my initial sermon. And they knew that should have, but they didn't. But I didn't know. Until a street committed person came to me. She said, why they didn't license you when you did your initial sermon? They're supposed to license you. But they didn't do it. But it's okay. God had a greater person. He gave me a leader that is awesome. 
He gave me a leader that is after God's own heart. He gave me a leader that knows God. He gave me the right leader. I said, Lord, I said, who's going to help me? I said, nobody wants to help me. Nobody's trying to help me. Everybody's telling me this and everybody's telling me that. And he told me. He said, ask prophetess Yvonne to be your leader. And when I talked to her, I said, God told me to ask you to be my leader. And she took me on the her wings. I'll never forget it. And she has coached me, encouraged me, her and pastor. And this ministry and the work that I'm doing now that I love is because of this man and this woman of God. Because God was trying to birth something in me and through me that would never would be there if I had to stay where I was. If I had not if I had not asked God, because truly to be honest, they had really rejected me. You know, I can imagine that Mary was rejected. I can imagine that, you know, she probably I'm I'm just thinking in my own mind that maybe she didn't even want to go out. You know, as she began to show it, uh, carrying the child, because I'm pretty sure they were very rude. They were very disrespectful. I, I bet you they mocked and they laughed at her and they talked about her too. But before the birth, there will be birthing pains. There, it may be months. It may be years. But whatever God has planned for your life, and the will, his will for your life, and the purpose, it is surely to come forth. You shall birth it. You believe and you continue to be faithful unto God. You got to be faithful to God. You just can't be faithful. You got to be loyal unto God. And I believe sometimes that's why we go through what we go through, because God tests our faith to make sure that we will. Do what we have promised unto him before he birthed the, the thing through us that he's trying to birth through us to make sure that we will be faithful unto God. And, you know, when we go through those births and pain, when we go through that persecution, when we go through that market, when we go through those afflictions, it shows God that we are faithful to him. And that we're going to do the work. And God will begin to birth out that thing that he has in you that the world has never seen before. He's going to, look, I believe that God's going to make some of our names household names. They're going to wonder where they came from. That's that remnant. That was that, those were the ones that he kept hid down in the valley because he was getting them ready. You know, sometimes, you know, we don't want to go through nothing, but God is training us. In those places, it's a lesson that we got to learn in them places. And we have to go through that pain and sorrow or whatever we're going through. We got to go through that persecution. God is trying to birth something new. He's trying to do a new thing. He's trying to bring forth a new life. He's trying to bring something new. And he's trying to bring it forth that we can have joy. Yes, after we go through the pain, just like the woman through her, her birth pain, her trailing, uh, that pain when it strikes the body, 
after she has that baby and after God brings forth whatever he's trying to birth in your life, you're going to forget about all of that. You'll use it as a testimony, but you won't remember that pain like that, just like a woman when she brings forth her son or her daughter into the world. She can kind of tell you that it's painful, but she can't really remember how that pain really, really was and, and the distractions are because now she has this baby that has brought, that God has brought for, that she has delivered into the world. You know, Mary delivered the Son of God, and he will be her savior. He will be my savior. He's the savior of the world. She brought forth the son of God to save our sons and our daughters. What an awesome God that we serve. I wonder, did Mary know? Did Mary know before the birth of Jesus what the birth of Jesus was going to do, how the birth of Jesus was going to change her life. I wonder, did Mary know? I wonder, did Mary know that the blind would see, that the deaf would hear, that the dead would live again, that the lame would leap and the dumb would speak? I wonder, did Mary know this before the birth? I wonder, did she know the magnitude of what was about to happen to her. I wonder, did she know that this the baby boy that she carried in her womb was the perfect lamb of God from heaven? I wonder, did she know that Jesus would save, save us all from our sin? I wonder, did she know? I wonder did she know that before the before the birth that he had come to make her new, to give her a new name, to give her a new life. The baby that she was about to deliver would be the son of God. You know, there's nothing too impossible for God, but we must believe. And we must have faith. We got to be like Mary says, who said unto God, let thy will be done. Let it be done unto me. No matter what we go through in life, and we will go through something, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you something. And we have to know that God has already made a way. God already has a plan. He always I already have a will and a purpose for your life before you're even born into this world, before the foundation of the world. Before the birth of Jesus, Mary was just Mary. God took the least among them, and he made Mary great. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last because God is about to bring forth some new birth, some new things that the world has never seen before, that that nobody has ever heard of, that nobody has ever seen before. 
to believe. We got to believe and know that all things are possible with God. But know that you're going to have to go through something before the birth of the thing, whatever that thing is. And I pray that you will say, God, let your will be done. Let it be done unto me. Thy will, thy purpose, and thy plan. In Jesus' name. Amen. To God be the glory before the birth. Before the birth, there's a message that will come from a man or woman of God, an angel of God. There will be a visitation before the birth, before the thing is birthed forth in your life. In Jesus' mighty name, it is so, and it is done. If you don't know Jesus and you're not born again, I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. If you said this prayer and you honestly repent of your sins, be saved and change your life today. Five, five. Uh, you a Bible and began to read it and develop your relationship with God. We hear uh, voice of truth and uh, without walls, worldwide ministry and all the ministries up under the leadership of apostle and pastor. While we are Bible believing churches without walls, and I want to encourage you to get connected to our ministry. Amen. We do everything that they do. Uh, within the walls of the church. Amen. Glory be to God. Amen. To God be to God. With all this fear and stuff going around, amen. I bet a lot of church doors are closed right now. But we still doing our ministry because we're a ministry without walls. Amen. To God be the glory. Woo! You, Jesus, for this ministry. I love it. In Jesus' name. If you have given your life to Christ today, you would just inbox me there on Facebook, Elaine Jackson, or or Voice of Truth there on Facebook. And let me know that you have given your life to Christ today, and I will call you and um, you leave your number or I inbox you there on Messenger, however you want to do that, amen, because I want you to get ready. I want you to get ready for the thing that God has for you. I want you to get ready for the, the new birth in your life. In the in the name of Jesus, I want you to get it. I want you to have it. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. And you got to be on the right place in the right time. And if you do that, just hit me up on Facebook and let me know, hey, I gave my life to Christ today. Also, if you are a, a backslider or you're a churchgoer, if you just said, Lord, save me, if you said that prayer, just inbox me as well there on Facebook, and I will get back with you. Now, uh, the announcement, we do hope and pray that you tune in to, to Pathetic Corner today. She's the first half of the hour power from five to six. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power from... 6:30 to 7:30, and we want to encourage you to tune in to one word of the one word from the Lord there on Block Talk Radio at nine o'clock, and then on Saturday 
Stay calm by here in ministry with Elder at 3 o'clock p.m., and we want to encourage you to do that and become a follower. We got to get out of here. She's calming us down. Amen. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forevermore. We love you. You have a great week, nigga, this here. Next week at the same place, at the same time, here on Block Talk Radio at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We love you.